As I record this, I've just come off the first of my interviews with my coaching clients recording their goals for next year, even though this is, you know, just at the end of the year, I did this before Christmas, Uh, recording their goals for next year so that I know how best to help them. And even though we coach and learn as a group, each one of them has different needs, just like you do. So this is not a prescriptive how everyone has to behave episode because that is not how I work. I'm going to help you work out your next tips for 2023 in terms of your marketing and help you figure out your marketing activity plan, not what you'll be doing exactly, but how to work out how much, where, and what you might need to learn to get the great results that you want in 2023. My biggest weakness as a coach is also my biggest strength because I don't believe there is one big way of doing anything when it comes to marketing. As soon as another marketer says that it's their way or else, I am out of there because even though I'm going to tell you that video is just getting more and more important, if you truly think that it's a hard no for you, well, you can get out of it and not do it. You can still have a successful business and do marketing without it. It is harder but it's possible. Same goes with platforms you choose, the amount of content you create, and what time and effort you can commit to it. I'm not there in your office or your home living the life you have. I've had times where trying just to survive during my year with three young children was literally all I could do. Now I have more time. My kids are older. My business is in a place where it's more mature and it's got space for me to do it. We all have different budgets of time, money, and energy. So this is all about working that out. Relax as you listen to this, make notes and refine to your own plan as we look at what you need to decide to make it perfect for you and your business in 2023. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Mapit Marketing. I'm your host, Rachel Clave, and I'm really looking forward to doing this session with you because for me, this is a little bit of the sort of thing I would do if I was your coach. And so I'd like you just to take a breath in and out and just think about me being your coach and pretending I'm sitting there. I've got my voice in your ears, whatever else you're doing at the moment. And I've got a few things I want to talk to you to really help in terms of your key marketing activity in 2023. Uh, as I said in the introduction, this has come from my interviews with my coaching clients. I've now done, um, I wrote the introduction at the beginning and I've adjusted it, but I've now done this with nearly all my coaching clients, recording what their goals are and writing them down so I know how best to help them. And a lot of them have got different needs. You will have different needs. And so what I really want to do is give you some guidelines to help what you do. Uh, one of the things that I think I used to always see was a weakness, as I mentioned in the introduction, was the fact that I don't believe there's one big way of doing things. Perhaps it's my Generation X ability to just not want to fit into a certain particular path or way. Maybe it's just the fact that I have ADHD or maybe it's just that I'm a stubborn person who's incredibly obstinate. But I don't believe there's one way. I don't think that in some ways it makes it harder for me to market what I do because when you tell people there is just one best way, it's much easier for people to trust that. Uh, But for me, I really just want to choose the things that you want to do or works best for you. So I'm going to give you a range of things to think about to help you work that through. Um, You know, it really is about making sure that whatever you do fits your life, your business, 
your energy, your time, your money, and budget. And so everyone's going to be different. I would be remiss of me if I told you the one way to do stuff. I get overloaded in podcasts where people tell me stuff and I'm like, well, that's great, but I don't have the budget for that. Or that's great, but my headspace is just, it's just too much. And I think one of the things I'd really like you to do in 2023 is to really think about what you want to achieve and where you need to develop to make that happen. So this is what I would suggest you do. Of course, we need to know what our offer is. And that's the first thing. We need to really know what your offer is, what you're selling and the key things you're selling. And we need to continue to narrow that. I've got a podcast called Narrow the Arrow. Hunt it out if you don't know what I mean by that. But what I mean from it essentially is that you don't want to be telling everyone everything you do. It's very confusing when it comes to marketing. So it's to really narrow down the message so people start to know you're the person that comes to that. It is something I've really struggled with as a strategist because often I am very broad, like this is broad, I'm not saying the one way, and it can make things harder. As I've grown and developed, that's where I've started this year to really narrow down into content marketing and that organic marketing because I could see for most of my clients, especially ones that were going to paid ads, that they weren't able to get the results because the organic marketing wasn't good. And my belief, my strong belief, is that if you do not have proof from free marketing, just content, that your stuff works you shouldn't be paying a cent on ads because there's a messaging problem and it's going to make your ads really expensive or fail. Um, I think ads are a great top up. It's the same with other things in terms of like repeat business. You know, my book, Be a Spider Builder Web, we talk a lot about the signs of a healthy business and that repeat business and, you know, word of mouth marketing is a sign that your business is healthy. And if you don't have that, that has to be fixed before you do everything else. So that probably is a little plug there for my book, Be a Spider Builder Web, which you can get on Amazon or you can come and get it at beaspiderbuilderweb.com. Uh, shameless plug. All right. So I'm assuming that you've created your offer. There's how to do that in the book um, and that you know who your target market is. And there's a whole lot of things in here that we can't cover. Like in my coaching program recently, we've been talking about how you have a niche audience, which is your ideal customer. And then you have one that's a little bit more general than that, that is kind of your mid audience. And then you go really mass and go, my generic audience would be this. And, and that's the trick with social media these days, which we don't often talk about. We People often talk about getting that niche right, because that's where so many people get it wrong. But once you've got that niche and you're really talking to them a lot, you do have to go broader to get a bigger audience for a while. So one of the things I really want you to think about is what your goals are going to be. Be really specific. So with some of the things we've talked about as coaching group is how many people do you want on your email list by the end of the year, if that's your goal for growth? How many people do you want following you? How many clients do you want to be working with? How many things do you want to be doing in particular income streams? So for example, when I'm doing my plan, I go, I want to have this much income or these many clients every month coming from the content master web I, I actually for me I'm I'm actually trying to manage the growth of that so we only have five businesses are allowed to join every month because I really want to make the consistency good so I have a rule around that so but I have budget goals of course as well like I need to make sure that I've got to a certain point through the year and then there'll be the same with our marketing strategy that we do as kind of a marketing strategy coaching blend. That's in there. There's the work that Rod, my husband, does around marketing automation. And then we've got our events and webinars and our books. And everything's got a different stream of income that I measure. We measure to see how successful that is so that we can reevaluate 
what in our marketing is going. It's not just enough to say, I want to earn $100,000 this year. I want you to be going, I want to have profit of $100,000. And this is exactly where it's going to come from, the turnover from this sort of business here, this here, this here. And so that when you get to the end of the year and you've maybe got half of that, you can look at it or even halfway through the year and go, hang on a minute, I need to get growth from this particular place. I'm putting way too much energy in this lower value stuff. This is the stuff here that's working and pumping so that you're able to just continue to define and refine your goals through the year. But you do need to have a really clear idea of what your goals are. And one of the things that I would say with that is I really want you to focus on one particular social media platform for the next year. And my rule of thumb is this, choose the one that you love the most, you feel the most comfortable on, or if you have been doing this for a while, the one that you know that you need to develop on to stretch yourself and build your web. So we still have the maintenance of the one that you've built before and you're going to go on, I, I recommend going onto a new platform every year um, once you've nailed that other one and getting success from it, go on to the next one minimize a little bit of the work you've been doing on that one and then come on to the new one and learn um, and that's how we work with my content clients they've all got different ones my one next year is YouTube it was meant to be this year but got a little way laid um, and I actually overtook I I overdid it as per normal and had that and TikTok so in, in the end I just focus on TikTok which I now get regular leads from I may only have a small number of followers um, but in business it's not the number of followers it's the amount of business you get from it right so that's still working. Right. So defining your goals, making it really clear. The next step is, is to work out your stretch space. I do think that we need to push and find where we need to go. And your stretch space can be things like, what is it that I need to get in here to understand and learn what I'm doing? What skills do I need to develop? What confidence do I need to develop? What am I going to have to push into to really nail this platform, to really get the results I need to for my business? Work it out, define it. Don't be scared of it. Look at it and actually make decisions. What do I need to do? Do I need to be more accountable to somebody like me? Um, do I need to learn skills from someone like me or someone who's a specialist in a particular space? Do I need to really push myself into being more confident in areas like video or content writing? Work out what that is. And also within that, allocate time that you need to put aside for this. People undervalue how much time it takes to really nail marketing. And perhaps the reason you haven't seen success in the past is because you're not putting lots of time into it. When we reevaluate it, it's so important to have that. And my general rule of thumb, by the way, is that when you're starting on a platform or starting marketing activity, you should see some movement of progress within six weeks. And if you're not, it's a sign you need to work on that platform and the way you're doing it better. It might be the content, it might be the 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 bio, it might be the frequency, it might be the fact you're not doing things in terms of the way the algorithm works. Which leads me on to the next point. If you're following and basing yourself on an algorithm, one of the reasons I recommend only doing one core platform a year is that I really need you to learn how to follow the algorithm of that platform. Nearly all of them, actually all of them, require that particular platform to be what I call pumped a few, like at least 15 minutes before and 15 minutes post to really see growth. And so you need to budget that into your day. If you're posting five days a week, that is... 30 minutes minimum a day, so like two and a half hours a week, where you're going in and pumping that platform to make that post go out further. And you might not do it every day, 
but you need to allocate time for that. You also need to do the things that the algorithm wants. If they're prioritizing video, do video. If you are, um, if you know you need to make the pictures a different size, or you need to use more faces on your on your stuff, or use particular colors, or you know those are sort of things. The, use the pro the the program that it needs to be. It's one of the reasons that I I don't use Instagram a lot. I I like Instagram. I have a love hate relationship. I think I've said I hate it before on this podcast. But when we go to following the algorithm, one it's a powerful powerful platform. But to use it really well. I need to spend too much time, I, more time than I have. Um, and so it has not my priority. I can get better results from TikTok with less time and then use that time to flow into Instagram. And so I think that this is one of the things where you have to make choices. Some of these platforms take longer than others. And so you really have to follow the way that the algorithm wants you to work on that platform and learn it. Learn it by asking questions in the Map It Facebook group. You can come and ask questions in there. Learn it by working with a coach like me or someone else. Or learn it by using YouTube and doing some Googling and finding out kind of how the algorithm works. You know, things have changed. Like there's no, not really many hashtags being used anymore on Instagram because they're using SEO. Um, TikTok is also using Instagram um, that's that more, you know. Um, Instagram is still more polished and reels. TikTok isn't. Um, and then the platforms themselves are evolving and copying off each other all the time. So the algorithm is evolving and changing. And if you're not seeing great results, it could be because of the algorithm. And you see, you need to follow those rules. Um, and that's really important. They don't hide what those rules are. It's all user-generated behavior that dictates those algorithm rules. And it has behavior changes that those happen. So learn what they are and relax into them. And that will help you become more confident. The next thing that we need to think about, and this is, I know some of you are going to hate me for this, is but you need to dig deep into video. Every single platform except for Google Business is prioritizing video. And the reason Google Business doesn't do it is because YouTube's there, which is also up on Google. But video has become so important. And if you're still on the fence, you are letting money off the table. If you don't want to show your face, if there's a reason why you don't want to show your face, fine. There's lots of ways you can do video without that. You can just chuck a little animated GIF on your Canva little design and download it as a video, and that's still video. It's not as good. And if you're a service-based business, that is not allowed. You have to show your face because you are building trust. And every time you don't show your face, you are not building trust. It's it's part of me now talking to you now, and you've got this audio example of me. But if you're not spending time seeing my face, it's really hard to build that trust. And I will tell you, the people that have come through social and have seen my face and interacted with me, they are far better at deciding to work with me than people who come cold off my website who haven't done that. And there's a reason why I have video of myself on my website, because I want them to watch it. I want to give them the opportunity to see, is this a person that I'm going to gel with? And so digging deep into video is going to increase the percentage of your conversions from leads and inquiries. It'll increase your sales or build trust, and it makes people less likely to jump to somebody else. Video, video. So we have to find our goals, worked out your stress space, follow the algorithm, dig deep into video. There's trends that are not going away besides following the algorithm um, and if, besides digging deep into video. Obviously, video is one of those. Uh, also, just being more real and more authentic and being a bit more off the cuff is definitely a trend that is definitely not going anywhere. Um, the use of less hashtags is definitely a trend that is not going away anytime soon. The use of more SEO, so being more conscious of the words and the keywords you use in your captions, but both in the spoken video you're doing and also in the captions is really important. Every platform is becoming more SEO savvy. 
making sure that you are aware of um, using different trends on different platforms. In 2020, 21, carousels were everything on Instagram. Now they're everything on LinkedIn. So sometimes the, the trends shift and you need to be aware of the trends that are on that platform. If, you, if you're if you using a platform and you see things coming up over and over again, that's, that's a trend you need to be open for. So you need to be a user on these platforms to really see some of these trends. Through all of it though, I need you to stick true to your values. Make sure that what your content you're creating is something that you can stand by and say or feel is authentically who you are in your businesses. And if you don't know what your values are, then this is a really important thing to stick to. Um, you don't have to do things that don't fit in with the personality you have. I am very happy to dress up and act like a fool um, for my stuff. I don't want people to choose me because they think that I am better than them. I want them to choose me because... I. They feel they resonate with me and they also feel connected to me, but also potentially I've made them laugh and made them feel a bit lighter. That's that's what I want to do. So that's really important for me when it comes to choosing content creation and choosing what I talk about and developing things. And so sticking true to your own values and being very aware of them is really important as part of your key marketing plans for 2023. And I think the last thing I want to talk about in here which is really important and something that came up in my coaching sessions in the last few weeks is you need to find your own rhythm of content creation. Um, I don't teach anyone way of doing this. And this is really important to me because I do believe that having one system doesn't fit everybody. I have a ADHD. I have tried every system out there. For me, the things I do find that are in common is you have to work out whether you are a batch creator or a daily creator. Um, I'm a mix. I like to batch my videos and do a whole lot of them at once, but I like to write my posts every day on, on LinkedIn. It's like a meditation for me now. I know that makes people feel sick, but it, it is. Um, and so I have, I have an eclectic range of content creation rhythms. And sometimes it means I miss LinkedIn because I do need to pump it beforehand. It's my primary platform and um or my favorite one the one I get most of my leads the best leads from I actually get less leads on LinkedIn than I do other platforms but they are the ones that convert the best um and so they're better quality leads um so you know like pumping the pumping the platform takes me time um if I don't have that time in that day um sometimes I do just do a post that I've written before sometimes I do schedule a post but I am mainly doing it off the cuff that is my daily routine for LinkedIn. I have set I have a set day a week that I do most of my content creation and sometimes I don't get to do the fun stuff. Uh, today I'm recording this podcast during my content creation because I'm working ahead uh, to get my podcast so that you can have one every week this year. Um, so I've taken my normal video creation time and I'm using it for a podcast. I've also had um, a couple of sales meetings and I've also done some other things um, that aren't always part of that, but you know, it's just in there. Uh, but normally I have one day a week and that works well for me and it's going to work well for some of my clients. But even when you're doing one day, you don't want to be stuck doing something from end to end. What I normally re recommend, and I've said this in other podcasts, is to batch content creation in stages. So you might go, I'm going to sit there and research a whole lot of SEO phrases and titles for YouTube videos or for blogs or something. And that's one thing I'm going to do today. And you might not use them all that day, but you've got them there. 
And then your next thing might be that you, if you're doing a whole day, is you might have something where you go, I'm going to write um, three newsletters for the next three weeks of my email list and do that. And you batch and do all of them. Um, I recently did this. My, a couple of my clients and coaching clients have done this. This is a single best thing that they did in terms for e-commerce and for service-based is they now start to have started batching their emails. I've just recently done it myself. Um, I knew I was coming up to a busy time. So I batched seven weeks of emails. And you know what? It is so good. I thought about what they'd be. I mapped it out. I wrote them. They go out every Tuesday. And it has just been a weight off my mind. I'm about to batch a whole lot of stuff articles because again, holidays. Batching works really well because as you're in that deep work, you can start focusing on it. And I, I will do that. Um, so I recommend batching in different segments instead of chopping and changing and also batching in different stages. So you might do um, video planning in one stage, you might do video filming in one. And then I normally just let that sit and put that all in CapCut, my editor on my phone. And then I might, um, if I'm just sitting stuck waiting for a kid to be picked up or something like that, I will then batch, um, batch all the creation um, or the editing and then load them in for scheduling. So, or you could do, you can batch scheduling. And one of the benefits of batching in different sections is as you grow and you want to start outsourcing things, you can outsource some of the more admin related parts of that. So I could outsource SEO research or titles because that's one of my things I don't enjoy as much. And I could also outsource, and I do outsource the mm -hmm. scheduling or the Pinterest pins, I outsource those. Um, and so I can find things that I can outsource. So I can batch a small amount, get it done, and then pass it on. Um, and to share with this, I just want to share a tool that I literally found today that wasn't part of the plan. Um, I need to remember what the what it's called, actually. Um, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's a focus um, calendar. I'm using it with my coaching clients for us to do co-working with us, with me, uh, one by one, which I'm really excited about in the new year. And we've been testing it out today. Uh, but basically, you can book 25 minutes or 50 minutes. You can do up to three bookings a week for free. I'm going to buy the paid plan, which is $5 a month US. Pretty good. Um, and you can just use someone else to shadow you and work with you if you're working from home. And I tried it today. Absolutely love it. Completely and utterly besotted by it. It could potentially be a shiny new object for me. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it work really well with my coaching clients. And we've been talking about it today tried it out with a coaching client and checked with her and she also thinks it's amazing she also likes shining new objects so so we'll see um but you know like that's going to really help me with these blocks because then I can go 25 minutes on creating Pinterest captions for my um, VA to then go and do Pinterest pins I can do I wrote a, a couple of newsletters in one of them and I almost completed an entire stuff blog in 50 minutes it normally takes me four hours but because I was like focused, it, I got a lot of it done. I had though blocked out and planned it before I started writing, which made it much faster. And that's that thing of blocking out before and just kind of getting things in stages. Be be set, be clever about your time and work it out. So define your goals in terms of your marketing. Define where your goals are going to be. Choose your core platform. Work out your stretch space, the things you need to do to push yourself and learn to really understand that platform well in 2023. Follow the algorithm, understand how it works and learn how it works. And every algorithm is different. Dig deep into video. It's not going away. It's not going away. And it's the fastest way to build trust. It's the fastest way for people to get engagement. I am doing nearly all video now, hardly any static posts except on LinkedIn. But my videos are now starting to really take off. I do at least one a week out of those five, sometimes two. I'd like to do more. Um, 
that might be a thing for next year. We'll see. Really understand the trends that aren't going away, includes video, but also reduces hashtags, understanding that more real and authentic self, understanding that you don't have to have things perfect. Perfection isn't your best friend right now. In fact, there's a, there a brand at the moment that was trying to do this kind of cool indie thing, but it's too perfect. And so people don't trust it. Um, stick true to your values. Make sure that what you're doing and saying sticks to what you do and what you feel best. If you're working with someone and they and you feel they're not allowing you to stick to your values, abort that relationship immediately. Um, and find your rhythm of content creation. For me, it's one day a week. Uh, one of my clients, it's going to be one or two days a month and in return. Um, I've got another one who's going to block out time every day and one that's going to block out a couple of times a week. And we're going to work on how to create that. Everyone will have their own rhythm of content creation, but prioritize it, block it into your calendar. No one can see your calendar except you make it the most important meeting you're going to have that week and go forth, have successful marketing in 2023. And I'm really looking forward to spending 2023 with you with podcasts every week. If you've got questions, if you want to talk about this podcast, if you want to just have more support in your marketing and hang out with other like-minded small business owners, then come be part of the Method Marketing Facebook uh, group. It's called Method Marketing. Do a search, Method Marketing with Rachel Cliver, I think. And thank you. Thank you for those who have listened to this podcast this year. Thank you for those who've listened to more than one podcast. There was a few who it was your favorite podcast this year. Spotify told you, made my day. Thank you for those who've reviewed the podcast. It helps other people trust it. And, you know, I want to say big claps to you. Owning a small business is rough. Owning a small business can be isolating. And owning a small business is the biggest professional development and self-development journey will ever go on. And you've done it another year. And no matter what we feel about it now, I'm proud of you. And I look forward to sharing the journey of your business next year. So roll on 2023, right? Wow, this wraps up the last podcast of the year. And I don't know if you're listening to this right on the last few days of the year or you're catching it during your break or sometime in January or later on the year, in fact. But whenever it is, I hope this has been helpful working out for you what your plan should look like in terms of activity and where you should be posting and hanging out. The key thing is to make sure that the marketing you do fits in with the way you work best, with your creator style, which we've talked about in previous podcasts, with your comfort levels, your skill development, your capacity, your time and your budget. If you've got all those things right, then your marketing is going to work and you're going to be able to keep it sustainable for you. Everyone is different. Remember that. If you'd like to ask questions or talk about this, come and be part of the Map It Marketing group. If it takes a while to approve you, we are kind of on holiday at the moment if you're listening close to New Year's, but you will be in as soon as we are able to let you in and you can ask questions in there and get support at any stage. It's also a great place just to hang out with other small business owners. And for those of you that are listening here before the end of 2022, May 2023 be a magical, amazing year for you. All the best. Happy New Year. And I look forward to connecting with you next week in the magical thing that it is of a brand new year. Happy New Year, guys. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.